1: Just go cool with it, a podcast where we talk about how society influences our favorite and sometimes least favorite horror movies. I'm Nikki. And I'm Kate. Uh, and today we're talking about the fourth kind. Woo! Woo. You can see my little is how he feels. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Many thoughts on the on the fourth kind. <laughs> I'm tapping my little fingers together. <laughs> um yeah, I guess I'll just jump right into the facts because I actually don't have that many because there just wasn't a, a ton
0: because the um, movie is all lies, right? Don't start with me. <laughs> right we'll, we'll get into. I'm that. too fragile for this.
1: <laughs> I really am. Um, yeah, I had to watch it in two parts because I was like, I can't. I'm done. I can't. Um, I used to love this movie. Let's not get into it Not Right now, Let's the facts. Okay, it was made in 2009. <clears throat> it was directed by Olatunde Osunsanmi. Sanmi. Uh, he also made Falling Skies um, and a lot of episodes of Star Trek Discovery. Hmm. Um, I know he worked on some other stuff, but those are the two that I feel like were like his biggest uh, things. Then we have uh, the music was Otli or- Orvason. Orvason? Uh, I believe they're Swedish. I'm not positive. Icelandic. I'm not sure, but it was very difficult to pronounce. But Otli Orvason, I think. Um, but they did music for Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, the Mortal Instruments, and then Man of Steel. Um, they worked with someone on Man of Steel. Do you remember someone big? Who is it? Hans Zimmerman? Someone big. Um, you guys said Beethoven. But yeah, they did the I'd be music. Like, sure. <laughs> they worked with Beethoven on Man of Steel. <laughs> is um, Man of Steel Superman? But- yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they did other stuff too it was mostly like really big budget movies which is why i was so surprised that they did the fourth kind because even even when it came out i don't think it was ever really picked to be like a big budget kind of thing but either way this person did the music um so their budget was 10 million how much do you think it
0: made uh i'm gonna go with 20 million
1: uh, not too far off. I mean, 47.7 million. Okay. Wait. So... It, it made more than Jennifer's Body. It did. It it did. I mean, it's, it's aliens, you know? I feel like <sighs> even... Yeah, even the worst alien movie, I feel like, will draw a crowd of, you know, big alien fans. Barely aliens. So... It, we'll, we'll get, get to it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um... That was that was honestly all the facts I had. There just wasn't a ton, Um, but I I know what time it is. Mm -hmm. I remember. (sighs) Okay, it's time for my recap, and this recap is going to be a quick one because honestly, the whole movie is a fucking lie. Um, There's a woman. She does hypnosis therapy. She also gets hypnosis therapy. Uh, her husband was murdered. I did a finger quotes. Her husband was murdered. Uh, but she can't remember the, the face of the murderer. And this whole time she's like, I have to remember. And then while she's doing her hypnosis therapy, she realizes that all of her patients have like something in common, which is seeing an owl. Uh, and then you find out it's not an owl. It's an alien. But they never really say that. They're just like, it's not an owl. And they just shout that a lot. Um, a lot of people, like, sigh, trying to remember it. I don't know. And then she's... Also, her daughter went blind. I don't... (laughs) They don't really explain that a whole lot either. They're just like, okay. They're just like, my daughter is blind. And you are like, okay. Um, and it was just kind of out of the blue. But I think it came from the murder of her father, I
0: think? Yeah, they basically say, like, the trauma made her, like, have this thing. That's it.
1: Yeah, so her daughter is blind. Her son kind of hates her i mean they all kind of blame her for like their father's death it's a lot going on and then aliens get involved or something they don't really say aliens but wink wink nudge nudge it's aliens um and uh some shit goes wrong her daughter gets abducted she kind of gets abducted her son is fine though they don't really fuck with the son at all and then um she gets blamed for like a lot of deaths in the town because she's always there hypnotizing people and those people always die and then her daughter's gone her daughter's just gone. And now, uh, you know, that's it. The aliens have her, apparently. And uh that's the movie <laughs> Um It's fine. It's fine. It it's fine. fine. It's fine.
0: I'm
1: not gonna I'm not gonna shit on the movie. It's fine. I don't like it. <laughs> So, do you, do you have an actual, like, recap for us?
0: Kind of? I feel like... Okay. Okay, so I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to tell you one of my qualms. Oh, okay, great. a qualm? A qualm. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat>
1: I'll have a sip of LaCroix while you do this.
0: Since the 1960s, a disproportionate number of the population in and around Nome, Alaska have gone missing. Despite FBI investigations, the disappearances remain a mystery. Dr. Abigail Tyler, a psychologist, may be on the verge of blowing the unsolved case wide open when, during the course of treating her patients, she finds evidence of alien abductions. I feel like the summaries should say it's a movie inside a movie. It's not even that. Like, that's not exactly how to summarize Um, it. It's, like, archive footage alongside reenactments in theory
1: I think it's time that I get the embarrassing thing off of my chest now. I'm sure we don't have to do it later.
0: I know what this is.
1: (laughs) I thought it was real.
0: A fair number of people did
1: when I was younger. I saw it when I was like a teen. And I remember seeing this movie and being like, oh my God. And I told everyone, I was like, You gotta see this movie. Oh my god, it's all it's so scary. It's all about aliens and like it's real. And even my mom was like, yeah, like I think it might be real. And then my mom was like, I think my mom found out and then didn't want to like burst my bubble and was like, no, it's good. Like <laughs> Um, and it is like I wanna say that the movie would genuinely be like a spooky movie if they didn't just blatantly lie to you right in the beginning. If they were just like, This is a movie. I'd be like, Okay, cool. It's a spooky movie. But the fact that they're like, This is a real movie. Oh <laughs> wink, oink, wink, like <laughs> Yeah.
0: So that's... There it is. I thought it was real for, like, a long time. (laughs) You are not alone in that. And I was going through, like, Rotten Tomatoes reviews and stuff, because that's how I spend my time now. And (laughs) people last year, this year, were like, well, you know, if you don't believe in it, then that's on you. But, like, oh, yeah. For sure, there are people that still, you know, believe it. Despite Um, the fact that there is no record of a Dr. Abigail Tyler in Alaska despite 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 not
1: not just that you can literally go to the imdb page and it Mm -hmm. says like Abigail tyler played by Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's not she's not real guys but like yeah i i have many 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 qualms a lot of it has to do with like camera work and lighting i was mad a lot of it has to do with acting we'll get into that as well got some qualms um And then a lot of it also is, I think, we talked about this a little bit with the Blair Witch, and I think it's really funny that it has happened. Uh, We talked about how you couldn't do what the Blair Witch did then. You were like, oh, you can't get away with that. And I was like, yeah, you wouldn't be able to. Little did I know, this movie tried. (laughs) Like, this movie totally tried to do that. It was like, oh, it's real. Not to the extent.
0: Guess what I cover in the corner.
1: (gasps) Oh my god, can we get to it? Because I'm already just on the edge of my seat, like, tell me about it.
0: (laughs) Okay, so. Okay, 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 I'm ready? I went into the movie without researching it at all, minus the rabbit hole, rabbit hole number one, that I went to on, Mm -hmm. like, thrillers versus horrors. I'll get into Mm -hmm. that later, not today. But I didn't want (laughs) to know about any of the marketing or reception. I didn't even look up the content warnings until after I watched it. Because I wanted to go in not knowing shit about it and see like what it inspired or scared, you know? So seeing this movie without any of the context around the release may have colored my perception of it. There is a lot going on around the marketing with this that ties into previous Nerd Corners. And while I entertained a few other ideas for Nerd Corner, I couldn't resist tying it back into previous episodes. So here we are marketing of horror movies, part three. So, If the Blair Witch Project is the shining example of viral marketing stunts gone well, this is the example of marketing gone wrong. And there there are several reasons that I think their marketing plan was a bad move. One, it had already been done better. Two, they tried to capitalize off of actual missing people. And three, they took it at least one step too far. Arguably more than one step too far, but at least one step too far. So point 1 is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit with Blair Witch Project and even mm-hmm. earlier in this episode. Once a big stunt has been done, it's hard to fool people the same way again. So, if you do it, you have to do it well. And the fourth kind didn't. Yeah. They just didn't <laughs> in terms of their marketing. I'm not speaking right. to like the realisticness of like the film, but in terms of how mm-hmm. they marketed it, it just wasn't as good as how Blair Witch was done. So this leads into part 2. So while the Blair Witch Project built upon the idea of common ghost stories and urban legends, the fourth kind saw a town with an abnormal rate of disappearances and said, "What if we use this trauma to sell an alien abduction movie?" Their premise for the whole movie is that the answer to this town's issues is extraterrestrial, and they're shining light on the questions that have gone ignored or been buried. But in reality, they're grieving families whose loss was exploited. Melanie Edwards, the VP of Kowarac. Inc. This is one of the things that I researched for literally half an hour plus, could not find the pronunciation of, but it's a nonprofit organized by and serving Native folks in the Bering Street region. So Melanie was quoted in the Anchorage Daily News, who have now Mm -hmm. locked me out because I've read too many of their articles for free. (laughs) She was quoted as saying, The movie looks ridiculous. It's insensitive to family members of people who have gone missing a gnome over the years. And then, to add insult to injury, roughly 50% of Nome residents are indigenous folks. None of the Nome residents in the film were said to be indigenous. And I don't want to get too far off topic, but there actually is a lot to say about missing folks in Alaska, especially looking at distrust in local law enforcement, racism against indigenous peoples, and all of the devastating impacts of colonization that are ongoing. Yeah. In Nome in particular... There were years of rumors the town was not safe for people coming from other villages. In 2005, so four years before this movie was released, a list of about 20 disappearances. I always say disappearances, and I don't know why. Disappearances? It's like experiences and disappearances. The disappearance yeah. is an experience, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Ugh, I'm broken. So there is a list <laughs> of about 20 disappearances and deaths dating back to the 60s. And at the same time this list was being published, a Nome police officer was being tried for the murder of a young village woman. So there was some distrust of the police in Nome. Yikes. They brought in the FBI, who reviewed two dozen cases and eventually said, these were caused by alcohol abuse and exposure to the ailments. And part of their reasoning for this is that Nome is a wet city, unlike a lot of surrounding areas, which are dry cities. But there are also a lot of natural hazards in Alaska. Like, seriously. Here's a quote from an Atlantic article about missing folks in Alaska. When someone goes missing in Alaska, search areas can be as large as entire states in the lower 48 and considerably more treacherous. Alaska encompasses 39 mountain ranges, 12,000 rivers, 100,000 glaciers, and 3 million lakes. The mudflats can be like quicksand. Ice and snow Mm -hmm. can erase a person's last traces. Landslides, avalanches, fissuring glaciers, overflowing rivers, and collapsing riverbanks all make travel unpredictable at best Uh, oh yikes okay and there was another article i read where it was talking about like even glaciers that look super stable are basically like a honeycomb texture underneath and you can fall through and get covered so when people disappear and their bodies are never found there is so much in nature that can hide a body yeah so at the end of the day i don't know Mm -hmm. what happened to the missing gnome residents or folks that go missing in alaska But I do know that this movie saw a really complex issue fraught with impacts of colonization and said, listen, I think we can sell the people on aliens here. And again, so much more to talk about. Like regarding racism against indigenous folks and high rates of missing and murdered indigenous women across the continent. And there are podcasts and books and articles that go into it in much more depth than I can. And they will do it better than I would. And I can link some of those in the show notes. But moving back to point three of marketing, they went too far with their hoax. So yeah. they're already trying to recreate something that's already been done really well. And regardless of if people believed it, like just the way that they tried it was less than excellent. And then they were trying to capitalize off of actual missing people. And then they went too far. So far, the Universal was sued by Alaskan newspapers. <gasps> what did Universal oh do to draw their and lawsuits? Well, according to an article on IGN, this is a quote. They created phony news articles and claimed Alaskan journalists had written them and also used real <gasps> news stories without permission. The paper says the studio fabricated news articles and passed them off as being real articles from the Gnome Nugget, the Fairbanks Daily News Miner, and the Anchorage Chronicle, among other p- publications. So they literally, what? yeah, instead of just having a website and like printing out missing persons flyer, they were like, no, 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 look yeah. at this. Article from like an existing well-known newspaper. See aliens. Yeah. Oh my god. And uh, they were sued, and they were settled, or they settled for a little over twenty thousand dollars. So they paid twenty thousand to the Alaska Press Club and twenty five hundred to a scholarship fund, which is basically nothing for Universal.
1: Oh yeah, I was like, that's fucking nothing. They like
0: sneeze that amount of money, you know. Oh my god. Yeah. So for some folks, the fallout from the marketing is more memorable than the actual film. And honestly, for me, I found that more interesting than the movie itself. Oh, 100%. I'm already like, yeah.
1: wow. And
0: with that, I feel like it's time to talk horror.
1: <laughs> Quick nerd corner, because
0: this movie is yeah. uh,
1: fucking goddamn Uh, Okay. So yeah, I don't remember any of the marketing for this movie. Um, I don't remember seeing anything but apparently it doesn't matter cuz it was all bullshit lie. It starts with literally the the main actress just being like this movie is based on real events. You're going to see real blah 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 and then she's like what you choose to believe is up to you. And I'm just like well you're telling me it's real though. Like you I feel like it's such a fucking insult to just be like this is real. If you choose to believe it, that's up to you. Whereas like Blair Witch and Paranormal Activity were just like, eh, watch this movie. Yeah. And you were like, okay. <laughs> oh my God. So when I first saw this movie, it was very scary because I thought it was real. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously that's the point, and I get that, but that's so shitty. Um
0: I So <sighs> I do want to make you feel better about something more than just other people also thought this was real. Thoughts, this is real. <laughs> so it's true. I saw it was real. So it's real. Aside from me saying other people were also fooled. Do you want to know about a movie that fooled me? Yeah. Have you ever heard of the movie Amber Alert? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's shot in the kind of found footage style and it's supposedly like this group of teenagers that are making a movie for a class or something Mm -hmm. and they're driving along the highway and then they see, like, a hand go up in the back of a car and it's like, Oh, God. help me. And it's like, someone has clearly been abducted. And then they see, like, on one of the highway signs, like, Amber Alert for, or, like, child abducted by and they give the license plate number. And so they're like, Oh, my God, this is the car. This is the car. And so they're like, pull off to the side of the road after this guy he pulls off at like a gas station they confront him he's like no this is my daughter like i don't know what happened that's so weird whatever long story short they end up following the guy and then he kills them and i so my friend uh who shall remain nameless uh told me it was real she told me it was literally found footage so i went into this and like one of the last scenes is like you see the gun right there and then the recording like stops because the person shooting it like shooting the video was shot by a gun and I started sobbing like oh my literally like as soon as the credit like before the credit qu- credits were rolling I was sobbing and my friend is like what's wrong Kate I was like this is so sad and she's like what and so I made her google it and it wasn't real and she was like oh I really thought it was real and she's like I thought you could handle horror and I was like but this was real you told me yeah, it, was it was real
1: like... oh my god I okay yeah. That's hilarious uh-huh. and also awful that they were just like, hey, Kate, this movie's real.
0: And like, in her defense, she th- truly thought it was. But right. like, I was horrified and I did not handle it well. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: I feel like that's what should have given it away that this was like obviously fake when I watched it. Is it like they're not like, <laughs> if someone was recording a person just like, breaking their back they wouldn't just be like keep going (laughs) like and also i should have known it was right and i should have also known it was fake there's a scene where you know a man has a gun and he's like threatening his family and he does like in the movie shoot his family and they they show everything Mm -hmm. and then there's a tiny moment where he shoots them and it goes boop and does a little blur Uh it's like blur blur and i was like Yeah, if this was real, they would have been like, we're obviously not going to fucking show that on television. But in this, they were just like, tiny blur. (laughs) So, and here's my thing, and I know we're talking horror, but, like, it's hard because now I'm so mad that this movie didn't scare me. But it would have if they had just taken out the real shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they had taken out the, like, side by side this and that for the recordings if they had just done this movie as an alien abduction movie not based on anything just like here's a spooky movie about aliens i probably would have been like oh that's like a really good movie yeah because it was interesting the hypnosis the owls it's all interesting but it's just so fucking insulting that i don't want to watch it like yeah yeah so i was just mad and okay I'm actually going to go back to my notes and tell you all the things I had about the camera shots that made me mad. Oh, boy. I'm excited. Okay. So it starts off. Hmm. They've got the side-by-side stuff, right? Why? Why? If you are doing a side-by-side and one of them is supposed to be real, so the camera obviously would be shaky and it wouldn't be perfect, would you have your camera shots and the reenactment that is supposed to look nice be shaky? Did you notice that? No. (laughs) The entire fucking movie, the camera in the reenactments are just shaky, 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 shaky. And I'm like, we're already getting a shaky camera for the fake shit. I don't need it for this. I was pissed the whole time I was watching it. It was like, hold it still. You're supposed to be showing us what it could have looked like. So stop shaking your goddamn camera. You know, the cameraman's like, I'm doing a great job. <laughs> right? Like, I'm like, was it on purpose? Did you genuinely have someone holding the camera who was like, oh, I can't hold this. Like, it, it, I was mad the whole time. Also, no consistency in the color. No consistency. Kate? <laughs> I was watching it. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, it's a very, uh, they were like a warm office when it started. And I was like, warm colors. Great. And then they cut to a hypnosis scene, and it's very blue. And I'm thinking, okay, so hypnosis scenes are going to be nice and cool. And then when we cut back, we'll have, like, warm. No. um, Randomly, the shots would go from being very, very warm to very, very cool. And then shots of the hypnosis would be really warm, really cool. Didn't really have any consistency. It was very confusing. You were kind of like, what's hypnosis? What's not? I, I don't understand. And then... You have thrown in these split screen moments. So it's just, it was so much to see on the screen that you just fucking lost track. You were like, what am I, what's happening? Hold on. Everyone slow down. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I was furious. And also the very first scene, you have this hypnosis moment that's supposed to be very dramatic. And it's supposed to be like, I witnessed my husband's murder. I didn't see the face. It's so dramatic. But they show a sex scene for so long, and it's not, like, a gratuitous sex scene. It is just a a, a small amount of sex, just, you know, as a treat, a little bit. Uh, But it just went on for so long that, like, it takes you out of the moment. You're like, okay. Okay, they're still going,
0: huh? Okay, okay. I feel like it's supposed to be used for mood whiplash, but it doesn't really do that well. And especially since it's not even relevant because like i was like okay well during the middle of sex he's gonna be killed no it's right. after and they've already fallen exactly. asleep exactly so
1: it it doesn't have that whiplash because Mm-mm. it didn't matter yeah so there was that's why i was so mad yeah. i was like why'd you do it besides you just wanting to show us a hot girl having sex basically because you you don't see the man like at all no you just see her face biting her lip a bunch and she's like mm, sex and it's like, okay. For what reason? Why? And why was it so blue? I <laughs> I will never forgive them for the inconsistent color. It went from being so blue to so orange. And I just usually if movies have drastic lighting like that, there is a reason yeah. for it. And if there isn't, like if they are just trying to do what this movie should have been trying to do, which was create a fake kind of documentary, they should have just done natural lighting the whole time. As natural as they could to be like, we are reenacting something that actually happened. The only time we will use wild lights is when they see wild lights in the sky. But they didn't. They had wild blue colors, wild orange colors. It was warm. It was cold. I didn't understand. (laughs) This is is the angriest I might get besides maybe Jennifer's body. So everybody get ready. I'm sorry. I'm not done.
0: I'm so ready. This is all brand new information to me. I'm sitting here like, I watched this, right? Here's a shot that I actually liked, and I will tell you why.
1: (laughs) The shot where they're talking about the owl Mm. when she's in her office, and it keeps cutting back to her, to the people, and the people are changing, but the story is not, that was great because that. that is a way, yeah, it's a way to show your audience that there is consistency between these people's stories without us having to hear the story four times. That's awesome. I was like, okay, cool. I was happy at that point. And I was willing to give it a shot. You were I was young like, and okay. innocent and you didn't know it was coming. I didn't. My qualms book was, was barely touched. And I was like, it's OK. We're going to be OK. Then I wrote, OK, child acting work. Huh. How old is this son? Maybe the acting was OK, but his direction was weird. This son talked like he was like a 40-year-old man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And there was just no reason for it because they don't. They don't show you his character at all. Listen, by the end, when, like, he is being forcibly removed from her care, he just stares and he's mm-hmm. like, let go, let go. And I was like, I know. you sound like Cedric's dad. No, not Cedric's dad, Harry's mom. Anyway, you sound like you're wise beyond your years. And I feel like they were maybe trying to go for, like, he has had to age because of the death of his father. Like, he has to be an adult right. now. But it, the characterization did not go smoothly. <laughs> I I think that that was it. I think
1: they were like, oh, his father died. He's had to become sort of a, a, a figure of, like, authority almost in the house because his mom is struggling kind of thing. But they don't show the mom struggling, really. Not much at all. They don't show him struggling. They don't show his reaction to this death. They just show him being like, mom, stop it. Give up. It's time you moved on. And you're like... How the fuck old are you? Abigail, don't you think it's
0: time? Oh, my
1: God. Literally, he's like, mother, don't you think we moved on from this? And I'm like, aren't you nine years old? Aren't you, like, where are your, like, uh, your Legos and your, your, what are you doing? Get your
0: bionicles, kid.
1: (laughs) Get your, where are your little, go play some fucking Minecraft, okay? Like, why are you yelling at your mom? And it was just, like, that's all you ever saw this kid do was be, like, I'm done with this. And then all you saw the daughter do was go, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, this poor daughter, she's blind, and you never see the family, like, helping her in any way. They just literally show her looking around going, what? Yeah. (laughs) It was awful. This poor daughter is just like, what the fuck's happening? And they're all like, we'll tell you later. (laughs)
0: Literally at one point, the mother sits her in a chair and says, sit there and let me pack And that's it. She just sets her child on a chair and (laughs) says, don't move.
1: And like, she really can't. So she's like, sit down. And at one point, she literally goes, wait, what are you talking about? And the mom goes, nothing. (laughs) 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 So I don't even think that it was bad child acting. I think this was bad direction. Mm. I really think they were like, you've grown up and you need to act like an adult. And the kid was like. Okay,
0: (laughs) that's what you want. And I feel like they Um, gave the daughter, like, you're helpless. And I was like, okay, well, any six-year-old girl is. You don't have to play this off as, like, a disability thing. And you don't have to treat her like
1: that. Yeah, they totally treated her as if she was, like, I don't know. Like, they were scared to, like, do anything with her except be careful with her. She was basically a set piece. 100 she barely talks and when she does she's basically confused mm-hmm. and no one helps her ever oh. and then she's fucking kidnapped by aliens yeah. so
0: she really never had a chance and so when i say she's a set piece i don't mean like she was useless i mean they did like she was done a right. disservice she was I mean. treated like and... an object instead of like a person i wanted to make sure like Just... my thing didn't sound like shitty no, no, like no. she's a chair <clears throat> i
1: and i don't think that like that was even on the kid like i i would not uh-uh. blame this girl at all no. or her acting i think she did a good job i think the script literally i think her direction was you look confused now go be confused and she was like okay Got same it. with the son i think the son was like you want me to act
0: like a, a full-on adult okay i'll act like an adult sure we want you to look millennially wizened <laughs> and he's like okay
1: I got that. And he was like, you got
0: it. (laughs) Um, Sure, Roger. That's not the tractor's name at all. (laughs)
1: Um, And I think this is my last angry note because the rest of it, I mean, it just falls into all the notes I've already taken. Do you know the part where she gets the phone call uh, about the man who is holding his family hostage and he's asking for the doctor? There is a moment where she gets a phone call. And she's asleep in her bed. <laughs> she's laying in her bed. And all of a sudden she goes, <gasps> and then the phone rings. Yes.
0: I <laughs> was so mad when that ha- I moved away from my mic because I got really aggressively angry. I was so mad I, when that happened.
1: I watched it three times. Jesus because literally she's laying in bed. And then she goes, <gasps> and then her phone rings. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you gasping for the phone? Are you gasping because of the aliens? Is there supposed to be this weird psychic moment that we don't know about? Because if there is, why the fuck
0: weren't we told? And why wasn't it built <laughs> up upon? Like, you can't just have this one moment where like, oh, maybe she's psychic. You have to build on that. You have to create a like series of events that lead you down that path.
1: This is also very early in the movie, and then it never happens again. Mm-hmm. It never happens. So my thought is they had, like, a phone sound effect and just played it late? I don't know. Or she was just like, I'm going to gasp now. I think we're like, we're not taking that out. No.
0: Beautiful <laughs> gasping. Know. Go, Mila. Is it Mia or Mila?
1: Not positive, I know actually. it's Jovovich <clears throat> or I yeah, think I, I know it's up. Jovovich <laughs> That's why I've been calling her
0: Abigail, Doctor Tyler. No, yeah, I need to look it up. I, I, she I literally know, but... introduces herself <clears throat> at the beginning of the movie, and my she brain does. erased it. I know she said her well, name. Was... I was like,
1: sure. I was so angry at that point that I was like, I'm not going to fucking remember this.
0: I was like, you can't. You can't just be like,
1: this movie's real.
0: A wink. (laughs) Like, I think the reason I don't remember her name is because when they were doing that shoot, like, that shot of her, she looks like she's standing on a platform and the scenery's rotating behind her. That's And I was so (sighs) distracted and so irritated that she said her name and I was like, what was that?
1: I, I, I... (sighs) Kate, I'm having a hard time not being an absolute raging bitch right now. Embrace it. Because this movie never stopped moving. And I don't know how to explain that except the camera just shook and shook and shook and she was shaking and and the, the scenery moved. And then we were on a plane and we were flying over mountains. And I was like, sit still. I was like, give me a moment to look at this woman's face without the camera shaking. I don't care.
0: Wh- why was it You said sit still and it touched like a deep part of my soul where I was like back in choir and I couldn't stand still and I was in the front row and you watched the video on like fast forward and it looks like I'm doing an Irish jig because I cannot sit or stand still. Neither can I. And you said like but- sit still and I was like I'm sorry Sorry. <laughs> sit
1: still. Which is which is like i think that's why i wanted it because like i already can't fucking sit still i move around i don't need a movie that also has like quiet moments it's supposed to be you know uh what's the word i'm looking for um uh atmospheric in a way like it's supposed to build on these moments but it's just so fucking shaky that i was just like oh my god i can't keep up i was like just sit still for like a second <sighs> I'm gonna have a good time editing out all my screams. Um, and then the last, the last angry note I had. The guy who played August again. This could have been bad acting. This could have just been bad direction. They made him play like a, a small town cop to an extreme, where he was just like, "Well, Abigail, ah, we can't do that. Like, I know you killed your husband, and like, it was just so aggressive that I was like." This is, this is like, a caricature of a cop. Yeah. Which, like... And not even, like, a, a funny one. Like, no. This is just, like, a weird caricature of a small-town cop who's like, I don't believe in any of this stuff. You had to have done... You know? Like, it was just so out of, out of nowhere, it felt like. It was just... It was kind of like the daughter, where they took, like, a cliche thing and then, like, built on it way too much.
0: Yeah. And so there were, like, at least three moments where... August is like hinting at something and mm-hmm. it keeps like pulling away or saying like no 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 not yet. You don't get to know yet. And I was God. so mad because I was like, I know what you're doing. Like as like an analyst, <laughs> like as someone that's watching it, it's like I know that you're trying to like increase the doubt we have in Abigail's retelling of it. I know that you're trying to like build suspense, but I wasn't intrigued. Right. I was annoyed. No.
1: Yeah. The whole time. Because it's just like <sighs> I don't know. It just, they did not, they did not develop any character Mm -hmm. at all. No. They were just like, here's a character. Here's their name. Aliens. And you'd be like, okay. Like, that was a little abrupt, but sure. And then they'd be like, here's another character. Here's their name. Aliens. Aliens. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just like, okay, okay, okay. Again, sit still. Like, I was like, give me a moment to learn about these characters. Let me be invested. The little girl got taken away. And I was like, Okay. Like, that sucks, I guess. I don't know. Maybe she likes it. Maybe they like her up there. I don't know. Yeah, I think... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I I was going to say, I I feel bad that this is not necessarily about horror, but this is what takes it away. This is why it's not that scary. Mm. These are all the reasons that I don't find this movie scary anymore.
0: Yeah. So I feel like... I might have missed the boat on this one because so many people mm-hmm. have said, like, I saw this as a kid and it really messed me up. And it's like, I think if I had seen mm-hmm. it as a kid, it would have ruined me because I had some yeah. strangely specific fears as a child. And this would have been like, OK, time to level up this fear. Like, I was pretty convinced that someone was going to break into the house and stab me in the chest while I was sleeping. Oh, my God. Or that they were going to kidnap me and then kill me. And so, like, I made my parents put up stickers saying that we had an alarm system we didn't. And, uh, like, I was a very paranoid child. (laughs) And so, like, if I had seen this as a child, I was like, yes, someone's going to murder me, and it will be an alien. I would have had this fear. So it's like, I know had I seen this at a young age, it would have fucked me up. But at this moment, I was just like, I wasn't invested into characters. The jump scares were fine. Like, they were, like, surprising, but not, like... Suspenseful or like cool, like they were just fine. And it, okay, this is a personal thing. I love a spooky choral score like nobody's business, but this yeah. was overdone and it made me mad because it was like, you are abusing the spooky choral music.
1: It was, it was also just kind of forgettable. Like it just wasn't anything special about it. It was also played at weird parts where I was like, I don't really need music right now. Or like I don't know, I I agree a hundred percent that when I saw this as a kid, like a a teen, it did scare me because like I I'm not necessarily like frightened of aliens. I'm more just like kind of creeped out that like they're, they're I think they're real. Okay, aliens are totally real. Don't even like come for me, everybody. Aliens are real, but like when people make them out to be like this is gonna sound so you're gonna make fun of me
0: so hard I promise (laughs) you I won't because I'm gonna tell you something after this
1: I have this fear that if we make movies like this where if we're like aliens are like this this alien stole my kid this alien was so creepy that real aliens are going to like get wind of this and be like that was rude (laughs) like I love it. (laughs) I literally have this fear that the only reason aliens would become hostile is because they're going to hear us shit talk, them. (laughs) So if you're listening, if this podcast ever makes it to space, I just want to say I would never shit talk you. And that movie was shit. That was me looking at the aliens for a little bit. Yeah, Um, it was
0: beautiful. It was like this kind of (laughs) Jesus moment where she's like staring at the sky.
1: (laughs) I just wanted to make sure that they know I would never... I would never talk shit. This movie? Not my bag. Okay. No, aliens?
0: I didn't do it. I did not um, say these things about you. I no. don't actively believe in a lot of things, but like specifically with aliens, I think it is uh, strangely self centered for humans to believe that they are the only form of life. Where it's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. We are so exceptionalist that we can be the only form of life in billions really think- of galaxies. Cool. And so I think it's just, like, super, like, strange to believe that we are the only form of life that could exist. And so to me, it's like, cool, other life exists on other planets in ways that we probably don't understand and right. we'll never know about.
1: And honestly, for the most part, they're kind of just leaving us alone. Yeah. I mean, I th- you know. I think and- they're not interested in us. I think they saw and said, and no. And they shouldn't be. No. They were like, oh, <laughs> they probably did abduct a few people, and they were just like, this is a fucking mess. Yeah. And they were like, we can't. They They probably literally, (laughs) every time aliens, like, show up to just, like, you know, fly in the sky, my theory is they're just looking at us being like, what are they up to now? Like, what are these fucking idiots doing? And then they see us, and they're like, same bullshit. And then they fly away. They're just,
0: like, like, checking in to see if we've advanced
1: enough. And nope, we we haven't. (laughs) No, 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 no. They're like, oh, oh, no. They're still so stupid. And we're all like, look saucer. And they're like, ah, oh, bye. <laughs> do say They probably purposely fly off super fast just to be like, watch, they love this.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> like and we do. We're like, oh my god. I just laughed so, like I was a boomer bombing on everything. I was
1: just like this forceful laugh. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Left for Dead
0: has destroyed me. That's all oh, I do now. Yeah, that's all I think about. Um.
1: <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, To go back to it, I think that this movie had the potential to genuinely be, like, a spooky movie if they had just stuck with, um, we're making this uh, a scary movie. Or if they had just not gone so hard into the, this is real, but still showed us, like, the real stuff, but then, like, didn't exploit, you know, actual disappearances and didn't do all that bullshit. It probably would have just been, like, an actual spooky movie. Okay. Because it was spooky. There were parts where I was like, oh, that was, no, oh, that was scary. I don't like what you did
0: with the rest of this, so I'm kind of mad, but it was scary. I see. Okay, so you know the Babadook and, like, yes. allegory for grief, depression, etc. I am more right. interested in this movie if it's about grief than if it's about aliens, because I think it's stronger that way. <laughs> and yeah, so, yeah. like, I think there's a lot to say about this is like, showing grief and showing powerlessness Mm -hmm. but as like a monster movie or as an alien movie i think it falls flat it really does
1: and it's i know we've talked about this before too where it's like oh once you see the monster it kind of takes away any fear you had of it Mm -hmm. this one almost kind of does the opposite where like you see so little and you just see the same thing over and over again which is someone being hypnotized they make some scary sounds that's it they really relied on that one thing that once it happens for the third time, you're like,
0: okay, yeah. is there an alien? Do I see any? I don't ever see one. No? Okay. It's like the Sumerian god speaking mm-hmm. where it's like. Which, again. Do it what? once and have that be like the climax of like the horror. Right. Don't keep doing it because it gets less scary every time. Every single time. It was just kind of
1: like, what? What? What's up? I don't get it. And also that part kind of confused me too, which I was like, oh, so they're ancient alien? Like, it's never really explained super well. So you're kind of like, oh, it's an ancient. Is it a god? Like, what's happening? I just feel like they had a lot they wanted to do and didn't do any of it well, unfortunately. Yeah. But if they had just chosen one thing and stuck with it and just put everything into that one concept, it probably would have been okay. Yeah. Because like I said... There were moments where genuinely I was like, oh, that, that, like, was kind of spooky. But everything else has taken me out of this so much that, like, I just don't, I don't
0: care. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a bummer. I'm, like, trying to think of a moment that I really liked and I'm just kind of, like, searching still. Uh, Yeah, I, I liked the owl moments when they're telling the stories,
1: when they're, you know, going back and forth and you find out it's the same part, like, different people telling the same story. I liked that moment. I liked that a lot. I think because that is scary.
0: I feel like the scary moment for me would have been like the second hypnotism of one of her patients, where he's like, "I need to know. I need to know." And the guy whose back ends up breaking, uh, right? Because like when he starts like screaming and there's something inside of him, I was like, "Hate that! (laughs) Hate that so much! This unnerves me." Yeah. And see that when the first time they did it like that, that was scary. Mm-hmm. Even
1: the first time they did it um, when the, you know, man with his family and Tommy. everything, Tommy, the first time he gets hypnotized and he's like really OK and then all of a sudden freaks out on the couch. Even that was kind of scary because it's like, what's he remembering? Why is he so upset? Why does he want to get away so bad? But then it just they kept doing it and kept doing it. And it was just like. Okay, so so very one-trick pony
0: here, yeah. huh? Kind of like, you didn't really have much to do. That actually kind of fits into a trope a little bit, which I will talk about later. I'm saving it. Oh, I'm it. excited for tropes. We can get into this with like another movie, because I'm sure we're going to do an alien-centric one again. Right, But I think yeah. it's really interesting to look at, like, what fear are we talking about with aliens? Because I think it's different if it's set in space versus set on earth because a lot of the times if it's like on earth it's fear about like invading forces or infiltrating spies so it's like during the cold war it was like you never know who's an alien and then like at other points it was about like colonizing so like if you have a horror set in space it has different themes and different like fears that it's speaking to than if it's set on earth and so then i'm looking at Mm -hmm. this one and I was like, it doesn't feel like an invading force. It doesn't feel like a spy no. infiltrating. It feels like powerlessness. It feels like when it's saying, like, I am God, it's saying nothing you do will change anything. You have no power. Your agency does not matter. And I think that's the scariest thing. Right. And it should
1: have been. Yeah. But they just didn't show that enough. I-, I feel like if it was such a powerful being, I was like... Why did it only do these three things and nothing else kind
0: of thing? The part that I'm kind of confused by, well, the part, one part that I'm kind of confused by is, like, why did it abduct a bunch of adults and then take them back? Because that only reinforced the validity of, like, you know, her, like... Psych friend or whatever, able or whatever, mm-hmm. he didn't really believe her at all until he was also abducted. So like, why would they allow her to be able to prove any aspect of what she was saying when it's scarier if she's questioning her own sanity? Exactly, I, I, I don't know. And there, and also the
1: inconsistency of like they kept bringing people back, kept bringing people back, and then they they keep the daughter, and you're just kind of like, why was it a punishment? I guess. What she do though? Like she
0: can't threaten right. them.
1: Like. But also, like, all these other people were getting hypnotized and remembering, like, what? why didn't you steal their family? I. It's very strange. She wasn't doing any specific research that was really that in-depth
0: that I was like, what? To me, it's <laughs> like you threaten someone when they get too close to unveiling. But, like, yeah. there was people didn't believe her, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, like, if you are godlike, she can't do shit. So why right. would you have to threaten her if she's so insignificant? I Yeah, I was
1: like, I feel like it was just, it didn't know what it wanted. It was like, look, she's figuring it out. And then they were like,
0: but he's a god. But also like, maybe not. And it was just like, maybe ugh, I, what do you want me to believe? I could also see a reading of it as like this capricious uh, evil where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take your child because I can. Sucks to suck. Right. Which is how I read it, which
1: I was like, because that was kind of the only option you had in this one, I feel like, where it was like, there was no motive, really, other than just, I wanted to. Which, you know, okay. (laughs) But they just didn't show us that enough. You didn't show us the, like, anger that these, like, beings could have until it was like, it happened. Yeah. And And it was like, oh,
0: okay. I feel like that could have been explored. and I. So I think that what they were trying to rely on was like, the less you know, the scarier it is, because you'll fill in what's scariest to you. But I think that assigning some sort of motive to this alien intelligence could have been scarier, where it's saying like, it's clearly doing this just for fun, or it's doing this for experimentation to learn more, or it's doing this for this reason. And I get that like, we don't know why this is happening. Oh, it's unpredictable. But I also just think that's vague and lazy. (laughs) They either needed to give us less or give us more. Oh, that's and such a great way of phrasing it.
1: Didn't. And they gave us just enough to be like, what do you want? Yeah. Like, I was like, either do like with signs where like we full on see this alien. I've never seen or signs. It's pretty good. It, it's okay. You know, I help I hate Mel Gibson, but hmm. the movie itself is not bad. But, uh, but it's... Or just do less. Or just keep us in the dark and not necessarily understand and show us these things happening and just make it, keep it vague. So that way we fill it in ourselves and become scared just from the things that we're thinking in our own heads. Like, they just, they just didn't,
0: they didn't find what they were looking for. I don't think they knew what they wanted to do, maybe. And I feel like, so. I feel like we've already kind of touched on this, but like my brain was like, this is another way of saying it. But like. If you want to leave things to the imagination, you have to build it up to a point and then let imagination yeah. take over. Right. You can't just, like, say, go wild here because it's directionless. I think that there has to be some sort of scaffolding <laughs> in terms yeah, of, it, like, what to imagine. Like, where are we filling in the gaps?
1: It felt like somebody was trying to get me to write, like, a short story, but they gave me, like, too many things that I had to include. Mm. That didn't work together. Yeah. So it was almost like they were like, hey, we want you to connect all of these things in your story. So go. And then I was like, okay, but none of these things work together. And they were like, just go. <laughs> and so I, you know, I connected the dots the best that I could with what I was given. And it just wasn't good.
0: Yeah. There
1: wasn't room to fill it in. But there also wasn't room to like... Take anything out and keep it vague. It was just too much. Yeah. It was ugh, I don't know. I wanted to be scared by this, like I was when I was a teen. But once you take away that, you know, that uh what am I trying to say? A shock factor mm, of yeah. this being real, it loses kind of everything. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I feel like one of our friends so. actually said like, "Oh my God, that movie fucked me up so much as a kid," and then they watched it again. And they were like, "Oh, it's not scary." <laughs> Yeah, which is what, as soon as, you know,
1: he told me that, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I think I'm going to agree, like, because I remember the same thing, where I was like, as a kid, this was so scary, and then I remembered, oh, but as a kid, I thought it was real, (sighs) and then, you know, once you go into it with, like, a knowledge of what you do like in a movie, and, like, knowing a little bit more about film... (sighs) It falls flat.
0: <laughs> and now I'm thinking about the movies that I found scary as a child before I was, like, into horror, and I fucking hated scary movies as a kid. Like, I have always been super jumpy, but I also <laughs> did not like when people knew it was scary and played on that. Do you want to yeah. hear the movie that I thought was terrifying as a child, and I'm still actually kind of scared of?
1: I absolutely can't wait. What?
0: The Ghost of Mr. Chicken with Don Knotts. <laughs>
1: process this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Where's the
0: chicken a ghost? Oh, no, it's just that he is Mr. Oh. Chicken. Like Don Knotts plays this character that's like bumbling and easily scared and foolish and there's this like haunted house with blood on the piano keys. That's basically all I remember. I don't like it. I feel like my parents tried to show it to me again, like, five years ago, and I was like, no, no, no. Oh, (laughs) my
1: God. Oh, my God. I just, like, (laughs) I'm crying. You could have said any movie title, and it would not have shocked me as much as that one just did. I was like, this is going to be something I've heard of for sure, right? Listen, I'm going to say, like, Casper or something. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. Listen to me typing. Okay, so it's a 1966 film. Oh, my God. Uh, he wants to be a reporter. And uh, a timid typesetter... Mr. Chicken? Mister, well, he's okay. called Mr. Chicken. I don't oh, think that's... Okay. Uh, to my memory, that's not his name. But a timid typesetter <laughs> hasn't a ghost of a chance of becoming a reporter until he decides to solve a murder mystery and ends up spending a night in a fright-filled night in a haunted house. Like, Whatever. Ends up spending a fright-filled night in Haunted House. Uh, So it's Don Knotts. Oh, my God. As Luther Heggs. Oh. Yeah.
1: Heggs sound like eggs. With other characters
0: like (laughs) Alma and Ollie. Oh,
1: my God. Halcyon. You know know we have to watch this now, right? Like
0: Halloween special?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, you know. Yeah, we have to watch it. Here's the difference in our childhoods, right? You watched a movie like that, that was really scary, right? When I was little, I don't remember this movie. It still fucks me up. I've never seen it again. Don't know the title. If I describe this movie and you know it, tell me what it is. I remember being babysat by my cousins in a big old farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. And um, they basically like told me that if I didn't eat dinner, uh, rabid raccoons are going to come in and eat me. So one, already scared. Two, they forced me to watch this alien movie that was also, I think, from, like, the 60s, where, like, the chickens become, like, I don't know, they get, like, sick or something, and then, like, the, the the humans got really sick, and then they got, like, pecked to death. I don't remember this movie. I think it was aliens. It was some kind of thing, but they made me watch it, forced me to watch it. Then they turned off all the lights in the the whole farmhouse and made us play hide and seek. Oh, no. And locked me in a dryer. Uh-
0: me. Yeah. I know.
1: I know. I know. And so like that was my introduction to like horror movies. So basically at that point I was like, Y'all can't scare me. Like <laughs> I was like, I survived my horrible cousins. I can do anything. So now when I watch horror movies, I'm like, whatever. It's not rapid raccoons
0: eating me. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> I yeah. did not have scarring experiences from my cousins as a child, <laughs> but I am very scared. <laughs>
1: They got in big old trouble. I remember that. But, like, I just remember seeing this horrifying movie and being, like, I grew up just, you know, knowing, well, nothing will scare me like that horrifying farmhouse. Jesus. (laughs) So it's fine.
0: You said farmhouse, (laughs) and I was like, phasmophobia, yes, I see it now. (laughs) Phasmophobia,
1: yes. (laughs) I mean, well, every time we go to that farmhouse, I'm always like, oh, gosh. I grew up in, like, multiple big old fucking scary farmhouses, basically, in the middle of the woods. Um, sort of, like, I mean, I grew up also, like, here in Westerville, so, like, I had multiple places that I grew up in, but multiple of them were also big, scary farmhouses, and, um, the middle of the woods, so, you know, y'all can't scare me. It takes a lot, Kate. <laughs> you know? I'm uh, that's why when we go to phasmophobia, I'm like, do your worst.
0: <laughs> I'm like, did I hear a sniff? And I run away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we balance each other out. We balance out. each other out very well.
0: I am we very easily scared, but God damn it, you give me a task and I will complete it, so. Right, it's true. Phasma.
1: I've seen you in Phasmophobia. Uh, everyone, she's incredible. I stream uh, Phasmophobia sometimes, and it's like watching Kate do a real job that she is being paid to do <laughs> while I fuck around. <laughs> so... It's good stuff. Check it out. I take um, tasks
0: very seriously. <laughs> does 100%. Except until it's like, well, we know what type of ghost it is. And if we go back in, we'll die. And I don't want to lose my video cameras because I... I ponied up four.
1: I love when that happens. You're like, we got to do these tasks. And then we find the ghost and you're like, we are done now. <laughs> yeah, that's and I'm like, but Kate, we still have three tasks. And you're like, I said we were done. <laughs> <laughs> You go stand in your little corner.
0: (laughs) If I recall correctly, I say, I'm okay if we don't complete these. And then I go stand in my corner. I'm
1: okay. (laughs) just lets the rest of us die. I I always
0: go back in with you if you decide to go back in. It's true.
1: You do. What we're saying is that the game Phasmophobia is scarier than this movie. (laughs) (laughs) If we're tying it all together, what I'm saying is that there are more moments in a game of Phasmophobia where I get a little scared than this movie. Yes.
0: Sorry. And what we're also saying is (sighs) that you should watch Nikki stream.
1: You should definitely watch me stream. Nikki Solo 29. (laughs) Check it out. I'm doing... Oh, my God. I played... uh, This is off topic, but whatever. This movie was bad. Get over it. I played Soma today, which is another horror movie. Everyone... Or horror movie. Horror game. Everyone should check out. I have played this game before, and I was still, like, scared. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) Yeah. Ugh. Good sound design in a game will really fuck me up. Mm. (laughs) And it has great, great sound design. All right. I know we got to talk about this movie. I'm delaying it because I'm, like, mad about it. We got to hear some tropes. Okay.
0: So I'm going to start off with the most boring ones, in my opinion. Uh, (laughs) Great. So we just have, like, the alien tropes. So alien abduction. Aliens speaking Mm -hmm. English, which is played with because they don't speak English. They speak Sumerian. Ancient astronauts. (laughs) A god, am I? And sufficiently advanced (laughs) aliens. So... All of those could be broken down further into like actually talking about it. But to me, it's like they used alien tropes. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Yay. And they used too many. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: say it. I, I'm not scared. Aliens. I'm sorry. Aliens. I don't mean it. Uh, I would rather them use one alien those trope aliens. really well than like stretch across a couple exactly. and like do them poorly. So. Exactly.
1: Uh, <laughs> I want to shake my mic.
0: <laughs> and then like the making of the movie. It's these two tropes mockumentary and based on a great big lie <laughs> so the biggest lie based on a great big lie is basically saying like there are some movies that are based on true events or some movies that have like the kernel of truth that then exaggerate but this was just right. like throw it all out the window we're making our own story we're gonna call it true
1: I lied aggressively lied yeah. Like, not even, like, fun paranormal activity
0: lied. Like, lied. Lied, lied. And I don't like that. I like when things are like, okay, I will allow it for Blair Witch Project because they did it well. But I don't like lying. I would rather you, like, kind of hedge it or, like, say, well, it's up to interpret it. I don't know. I get salty about it.
1: I mean, that's what Blair Witch did in a way. I mean, they, like, you know, it was like, oh, it's true. But they never really just said, like, I don't know. They didn't say it as explicitly as this one did. Like, this one was just like, it's real. Whereas the Blair Witch was like, it's real. You know? Like, they kind of hinted like, oh. And they did really, really great marketing. And then when it came out, they were like, yeah, okay. Like, this isn't real. Whereas this one was just like, you choose to believe. And it was like,
0: oh, stop. like. And I think what I respect about Blair Witch is that they didn't pretend to have articles by legit newspapers.
1: And they didn't exploit actual missing people. Yeah. They didn't take a story that is real for people and make it a lie. They took their own story that they made and they were like, we're going to just spin this into a tale. And they did. And it was great. They made up their own story. And and they kept it vague. This is just, we should just call this episode Blair Witch Point 2, where we talk about how much we like the Blair Witch. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this movie was just a fucking
0: lie. Yeah. (laughs)
1: God, okay, give me more shots okay, okay, before okay. I scream again.
0: So we've talked about this one before, and it's adaptational attractiveness. And I think it's kind of mm-hmm. meta here, if I'm using the term correctly, because the adaptation is within the movie, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I fucking hate this quote, but I think it summarizes the like mood. So it's a CNN yeah. Entertainment article that interviewed Todd Gilchrist, a film reviewer, mm-hmm. and he actually called out the adaptational attractiveness as one reason that makes the movie more credible so this is a direct quote the most authentic thing in the movie is how real nope (laughs) the most authentic thing in the movie is how the real woman is much less attractive than mila jovovich which automatically give that gives that woman's case some authenticity Mm. she's accessible in a normal human way so like earlier in his quote he was talking about how like we want to be able to see ourselves in horror yeah. films. We want to be able to place ourselves there. There needs to be something recognizable, something accessible for us to grasp at and say, that I could be in this. This could be representing right. my life. Things like paranormal activity do that um, because right. it's just like a normal group of people. But then he's also saying like, see, she was so ugly. And that's why this is believable because why would Hollywood cast an ugly actress? Right. And I think that's just me. Like, <laughs> a normative Yeah, and I, and... but I like
1: I know what he's trying to say. Oh, I know say. what he's trying to say exactly. Um, I just also, also like hate it. <laughs> okay. Come on. Cool. Um that was another thing that did bother me is that like she's supposed to be ill. I mean, in the the interview and in the that, that goes on throughout the whole movie, she's supposed to be ill. Yes. Um but they they didn't really make her look ill as much as they just like made her hair flat and then made her as pale as possible. And her eyes are wide as hell. Yeah. So they didn't make her look sick. They made her look like she was not human in a way. Yeah. And I was like, and I've seen pictures of the actress. She's beautiful. She's a regular beautiful late like woman. Like but they just were like, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make you look as pale as humanly possible, and we want you to make sure you never blink. Yep.
0: And I was like, What? You are sickly what? and ninety percent <laughs> eyes. Go!
1: Right, literally, and I was like, if she's sick, they should have made that clear. Like, she doesn't cough, she doesn't ever like take a break. Her eyes aren't like sunken in, as if she's like you know emaciated, which is what they say. In the end, they're like, oh, she was emaciated, and I was like, she looked like she was just a thin lady. Like,
0: kind of gaunt, but mostly sleepless. She looks a little gaunt, but mostly just
1: pale. Yeah. They were like, we're just gonna make her pale. We're gonna pale, wash pale, her pale. out
0: with all the lighting, right?
1: And I was like, as someone who is pale, I was like, okay, like, you didn't show me a sickly woman. You just showed me, like, a very pale woman with a lot of eyes. You showed me a woman <laughs> well, with allergies two eyes, okay. but large ones.
0: Yeah, right? Like, I'm like looking in the mirror and, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My
1: allergies are wild. You can hear me sniffing. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I'm But yeah, right that now. was another part that I didn't understand. I was like, is she sick or is she just kind of like, why'd you make her so weird? I, I, Yeah. But yeah, I know what that trope is trying to say and I, I, I understand why they did it, but they kind of overdid that a little bit yeah. in the interview part. A little bit. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. And I
0: know she's supposed to be like kind of trance-like and like hopeless, right. but also like this weird fire within. Like I know why they gave her the direction they did for her acting, but I got so fucking tired of the way she was talking that I was just like, I am yep. done with you. It was very slow. Um,
1: Yeah, I understood everything, like, the reason they gave it to her. And I will say, like, I think that the, the acting that the people who were portraying the, like, real-life events had to do was really hard. Yes. To make it look very real, like, yep. while also acting alongside people who were doing reenactments, like... I understand the challenges that came with this movie. I just don't think that it succeeded. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So let's move on to creative closing credits. Let's move on. So creative closing credits is basically saying, like, a lot of movies just have, like, oh, this is like a cover of Beyonce's song and it's sung by one of our actors. Like, I don't know. They just have like a popular right, yeah. song to try and, to entice you to watch the credits because no one ever does. Right. And so sometimes creative closing credits are like, okay, well, we'll show you a where are they now or like a collection of outtakes or bloopers or if it's Marvel, an extra scene will be after the credits to try to entice right. you to stay for all of it. I never did. Uh, I also didn't no. care. yeah uh,
1: I don't like Marvel. I'll just say it. Cool. I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't give a shit about superhero stuff.
1: I know. I'm sorry, everybody. I know. I like comics. I just don't like the movies. Yeah. Let's not get into it. Everyone's gonna come for
0: oh me, and I'm not ready for that. Marvel Twitter is just gonna. Oh pile God, on. no. Uh, we
1: can't. I take it back. I'm sorry.
0: I don't take it back. I'm not on Twitter. No, I don't. <laughs> I am, but not in a meaningful <laughs> way. Anyway, uh, so oh in this case, the credits were overlaid with recordings of people reporting UFO encounters or sightings. Yeah. And then in the credits, the act that played the quote-unquote real Abigail Tyler is listed as gnome resident. So they're, like, really sticking to it, yeah. They really just stuck with their friggin' Mm -hmm. lie. I think on the IMDb, it actually shows, like, the quote-unquote actual Abigail Tyler is played by person. They do, And then they list, like, listed as gnome resident because, Uh Uh-huh. Fucking hated it. Uh, let's see. There's some that we've like covered before, like jump scare. That's a really fucking common right. horror trope. It's barely even worth mentioning unless they do right. something unique with it, which they didn't do here. They didn't. Uh monochrome casting. Fifty <sighs> percent of Gnome is indigenous. And I'm not saying that you can look at someone and tell if they're indigenous, but I am saying that they never, like, ever said anything about indigenous peoples. Right. It like wasn't part
1: of the movie no. at all. And, like,
0: even though that is a big part yeah. of that place like that's and like alaska as a whole it's a big part of it right there's just so much erasure of indigenous peoples across the continent and i'm sure in other nations i don't know as much about it there but like Mm -hmm. we have this like insistence on talking about native cultures as like a thing of the past and it's like no 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 White colonialism did its fucking best to erase it, but there are still native peoples, and I get yeah really fucking pissed. But anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> really weird. <laughs> uh, okay, this is leading into a trope that I find hilarious. Oh my god, it's called the mountains of Illinois. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. So if anyone isn't familiar with the United States or Illinois, Illinois does not have mountains. Uh, so it's called this because so many, like, films and TV shows are filmed in, like, certain parts of California or, like, Mm -hmm. British Columbia. So they're often filmed in places that do have mountains. And so then there are movies that are set in, like, the Midwest and not in, like, Appalachia or anything that have mountains. And you're like, cool, I love that mountain outside of Chicago. You can't trick me. (laughs) No. And it's like one of the high, no, the two highest points in Illinois are buildings in Chicago. Like, Illinois does not have mountains. (laughs) And so, this is relevant to this movie, Gnome is pretty flat and does not have, you know, those beautiful trees in, like, the opening sequence. Oh, that spun around constantly? Yeah. I remember them. Do you know where that was filmed? Where? Bulgaria. Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? And so, like, in all of the articles that we're talking about, like, all the lies, they always mentioned, like, we don't have those trees. We don't have those mountains. Gnome is right on the sea, and it's very flat. I also want to point out, they use those mountain shots fucking constantly. Yeah.
1: And not only that, it goes back to the colors. Why was it so blue? And then, the uh, so... Uh, and then it got so orange, and I just, whatever, whatever. Nikki's trying to like <laughs> let it go
0: and let the universe I'm... take over right now, but she's still mad.
1: This movie was so blue and orange. I thought I was back in high school, which was our school colors. I was like, look, it's the man to raise. <laughs> I was, I was fucking done. It's fair. <laughs> Move on before I
0: rage again. Do you want to hear about Nightmare Face? Oh, I'd love to. Okay. <laughs> So, this is a really common horror trope. Basically, it just means like a face is slightly off or has an arrangement of features Mm -hmm. that is not uh, typical. It can also be played up into like cosmic horror. It like Mm -hmm. folds into body horror. But kind of the root of this trope is that like a lot of communication is nonverbal, meaning that we rely on visual cues like facial expressions and body posture. And of course, there are differences in how people (laughs) communicate, there are differences in how folks. Uh, like perceive things like that and like you know there are learning differences and there are just cognitive differences and so like I feel weird saying like well this percent of communication is nonverbal and we all rely on facial expressions because that's not <laughs> true of everyone <laughs> uh, right. it's ableist as shit so yeah, uh, a lot of horror and fear factor relies on twisting what we would call normal and playing off of our fear of the other or our discomfort with difference or ambiguity So that's where a lot of Nightmare Face comes from. In this case, it was used when Abigail was, like, post-hypnosis, and her Mm -hmm. mouth is, like, larger than it should be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the Nightmare Face. Right. Then nothing is scarier, and that's a huge, huge trope in this movie that I think they really over-relied on. We've We've talked about this one before, like, in this episode and previously, but, like, when the aliens supposedly appear, the tape doesn't record properly, and we don't see it. And unless I missed it, we never see the Sumerian-speaking alien. And the filmmaker encourages us to fill in the gaps with what we find fearsome. But we talked about this. Yeah. And Ugh. then there's Shout Out. So this is often, like, one horror movie playing homage to another uh, homage. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know how to say things.
1: Amish. Homage. Homage.
0: Homage. <laughs> uh, so basically saying, like, I see the thing you did. It was really cool. So, like, when It Follows had a bunch of, like, 80s horror film like references right yeah uh so in this one it was like a twin peaks reference (laughs) and it was oh interesting the owls are not what they seem
1: oh right yeah okay
0: and then there's trailers always spoil so the concept behind this is generally like major plot points are given away in the trailer and so it's like okay well now i know that he betrays this person because you put it in the trailer right But it's also what happens when the best and or scariest moments of the film are in the trailer. So Mm -hmm. you're like, this looks great. And then you realize that the best moments of the film were in the trailer and the rest is garbage. Yeah. And then this is my last one. When all you have is a hammer. And this phrase goes (laughs) back to a quote by Maslow, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, whatever. He yeah, said, yeah. I suppose it is tempting if the only tool you have is a hammer to treat everything as if it were a nail. And so in this case, it's t- it's talking about the reliance on hypnotism because yeah. they're like, got a problem? Hypnotize them. Didn't work? The hypnotize them better. <laughs> and it just relies on them like doing the thing they always do, but better this time.
1: <laughs> I just didn't hypnotize them hard enough. I'm going to but... hypnotize you
0: even harder than before. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. So those are my tropes. That's great. And I... Those are, those are good tropes. I have uh, an inkling of how well we'll rate this movie, but what scale are we going to use? I... I have one idea. I, I, yeah, like,
1: this movie was... I mean, obvious, the obvious choice is Owls. Yeah. Like, you know, come on. Um, I have tried. The only other thing I can think of is her giant eyes. Oh, my
0: God. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my God. So, over-large eyeballs or owls? <laughs> we gotta go over-large eyeballs. I think you're right. Like, I said it. It was we like, that go. has to be it. That's it.
1: How many... I think I went first last yeah, time, yeah? Yeah, you did. How many How many over-large eye-
0: eyeballs you given this one? How many shocked eyeballs? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so... I Like, as I was reviewing this movie, I just wasn't entertained. I wasn't intrigued. And I think that the most interest I garnered was when I was just kind of, like, thinking about other alien movies and trends across alien movies and, right. like, trends across allegory. And so I can't give this movie more than two over-large eyeballs. Yeah. You got a set. You got a pair. So, like, you can see but depth yeah. perception with it. But that is, like, the maximum that I will give this movie. Right. And I could be uh, talked down to one and a half over large eyeballs. Oh, we'll get there. Um, I could probably be <laughs> talked down to one eyeball to be clear. I was going
1: to give this one, like, two over large eyeballs. I was like, you know, I, I could I could be swayed, I guess, because of what they tried to mm-hmm. do. I was like, it was ambitious. I understand. But then I remembered how they fucking lied the entire time, made <laughs> fake newspaper articles. Yeah. And then I remembered how the camera was shaky the entire time. And I will never, ever forgive them. Nope. one, one over large eyeball. And honestly, I could be swayed to take it down to none. Don't make me. <sighs> Don't tempt <One>. her, folks. <laughs> Don't. One more shaky camera shot and I swear to God I'm taking the eyeball
0: away. I think one of the most compelling things you said, like, resonated with me was like the uh-huh. like <laughs> just the absolute randomness of the color composition in the shots because to me like it just it should mean something when it's a warm color versus a cool color there should be like consistency yes. of some sort and there was no meaning to it and so i'm no. i'm taking it down to one and a half over large eyeballs yeah i in my notes the first thing i wrote was oh it's very cool that they've made the
1: hypnosis scene so blue so that way you know Then the next hypnosis scene is just warm and it's not blue. So I was like, well, then what was that blue for? If you're like, I understand that you can have these wild colors, but you just have to make them at least a little meaningful so they don't seem unnatural for no reason. Yeah. Or you stick with the natural lighting and like, that's it. Like a really good example that I know a lot of people hated, but I really liked a good example of this, a subtle way to do this, is little women. The 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 new one that uh recently came out, uh every time that they were in the past, it was like very warm colors, I think. It could be the opposite way around. But either way, this was the combination that did. Anytime that they had like a flashback, it was like very warm colors, it was very nice, and then every time they were in the present, it was very blue, very cool, and that's how you kept track and everybody was like i couldn't keep track of this movie it was too confusing and i was like well that's what the colors are for they're there to to give you the timeline without explicitly saying 10 years ago so that's what you're looking so like when you have movies like that you start to be like oh cool colors mean something then you watch this movie and you're like apparently you can do whatever the fuck you want (laughs)
0: Apparently rules don't matter, and that is the fifth time I've hit my head on the wall from laughing. Just in case, I mean, I know that it doesn't actually show up on the mic the way it shows up on my head, but uh, it hurt. <laughs> I've been laughing very loud in this
1: one and yelling angrily, so I'm very uh, nervous to edit it. I'm uh, so. gonna be
0: that'll be fun. <laughs> interested to see my levels because I keep leaning away from the microphone to laugh or exclaim in oh. anger, so.
1: I keep trying to lean away, but sometimes I just it compels me. I got to shout. Have fun, future me. Um, Honestly. Sorry, Nikki.
0: Sorry about That's it. a kiss for you. <laughs> That's a
1: kiss for you and the aliens. Sorry, aliens. I love you so much. I'm so sorry. This movie is so bad. Yeah. This movie does not do aliens justice. If I'm abducted, just know I was not chill with it. Okay.
0: Yeah. There so we it's go. Just one more apology to the aliens. Yeah. And surely this podcast will be sent into space to be representative of the entirety of the human yep. race, because we are representative of everyone's opinions, everyone's thoughts.
1: Everybody loves the movie Geppetto.
0: Everyone has the same qualms <laughs> that we have. Oh, yeah. We are the world. The ghost I'm of Mr. A Chicken is universally scary. <laughs> Get out. I'm still not over it. <laughs> I sent you the cover art of it.
1: I just looked it up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nikki, it's in Technicolor.
1: (laughs) The movie that you said scared you as a kid literally says, you'll laugh yourself,
0: silly. (laughs) In my defense, I was a child, and a lot of this humor went over my head, so I saw a spooky piano, secret passageway, death. Oh my god! Anyway, this makes me so happy. You'll be scared until you
1: laugh. You're so silly. Uh. Okay, can you tell them how they can tell them about rating our podcast? I sure can. I die, because I'm not here to be
0: mocked like this. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this wraps up our discussion of I almost uh. said of the ghost and Mr. Chicken. <laughs> this wraps up. No, our disc- we have a lot more to say on that. God. We're done talking about the fourth kind. <laughs> if you enjoyed your time with us, we would greatly appreciate if you'd rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Perhaps follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Just cool With It. You can also check out our extended show notes on our website, cool com, mm-hmm. and maybe even check out our Patreon at patreon.com <gasps> slash just cool with It. Do it. We have some really cool tiers, okay? Do you want to watch we us do. play Phasmophobia? You can. I mean... Oh you yeah. can actually already see that just on Nikki's stream. But we will stream different horror games. If you pledge us, yeah, I was like, don't worry. We'll do it together. Oh, and it'll be crazy. Sure so you'll get to see my yeah. face too instead of just my echoey voice in the background of Nikki's stream. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we would also like to take this opportunity to thank our incredible patrons, Kim, Kelly, Nihar, and Will. They're stars. They're literal stars. Absolute stars. The intro and outro music was created by Anthony Roccozella, and the cover art is by our very own <gasps> Nikki Solomon. It's me. It is you. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's get our overly large eyeballs out of here. Bye.
1: Bye. I can't even go any wider, please. Close your eyes. Oh, God, they're going <laughs> to pop <out. laughs>
0: I'm just going to open my wet claw. Claw. I almost said wet claw. (laughs) Got to open my wet claw. Wet claw. That sounds sexual. (laughs) Hey, baby.
1: Do you like (laughs) my wet claw? See my wet claw. (laughs) Well, that's going to go at the end. Oh, God.